Tom, let's start with this. You would be the best to explain what it is you do. Okay. Um, my name's Tom Bellissimo, and I go by T. Brooklyn Bellissimo on most of my credits. Uh, I am a special effects coordinator, and that's mechanical effects. So uh, basically the wind, the rain, the fire, uh, I'm a class one pyrotechnician and federal licensed also. So I... Uh, these days, uh, I do a lot of television shows and movies where I'm the coordinator. And then uh, also I get called up for specialty things like uh, I was in Nashville in June and July just to blow up a Porsche. So they fly me out to Nashville for a show called uh, Let Me Tell You a Story is the name of the TV show. And uh, I blow up a Porsche and then they fly me back to California. So uh, I get paid good money to blow stuff up and travel and meet people. Hell yeah. How much How much fun is that, right? <laughs> yeah. Can I ask uh, you a question about some of your recent work in that exactly? Hold on, hold sure. on. Hey. 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 You're going to go You're going to go down gonna, rabbit hole and then I'm going to get lost and I won't be able to ask my two questions. Okay, you know what? Go ahead and ask your questions. Okay, so recently you worked on a television show called You Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, do you have? Can you tell me any stories from that? Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, what happened was I uh, I got to see the show you the first season mm -hmm. uh, when they had recorded it in New York, and uh, I watched the show and I was glued to it, and uh, it blew me away. I loved the show. So uh, then I'm looking in the trades every once in a while. I, I look in uh, different trades to see what shows are coming my way in Los Angeles. And lo and behold, I see that you is coming out to Los Angeles. And I know one of the producers. Ah. So uh, I, have, I have worked with this producer on uh, how to get away with murder. Uh, so I called up the producer, this woman, Ann, and Ann Kinberg. And uh, I call her up and I say, Ann, I heard you're doing the show You in Los Angeles. And she said, yes. I said, Ann, listen, I am a big fan of the show. So you could either hire me and I could do all your effects on the show, or I'm just going to be one of the many people that's totally addicted to the show. And she <laughs> says, Tom, I'd love to have you on, on board. So I came on board and I met Penn. The first week, you know, the star of the show is uh -huh. awesome cat. And uh, I said to Penn, you know what? Your acting is the reason I'm here. And he said, well, thank you. And I got to tell you, season two blew me away. It's incredible. Because, uh, you know, I was, I was praying that they would have the glass booth again. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, we did have the glass booth again. Yes. And uh I got to take a lot of pictures inside the glass booth and do a lot of blood gags. And, so, so <laughs> and um, yeah. I have one more question for you. I, sure. I, okay. I'm, I started a Jason goes to hell fan group. Okay. Oh, wow. Do you have any awesome stories from the set of Jason goes to hell? Uh, yeah, I do actually. A, okay. a couple of them. Uh, first, first I got to tell you that uh, ever since, Back in the day, in the early 80s or mid-80s, when I met Mick Strawn and I was just getting into the business, mm -hmm. uh, I I love – I didn't even know 
that uh, it t- would turn into memorabilia. But uh, I, I started collecting stuff off of every show I worked on. Okay. And lots of times I had the main actor or whatever autograph the thing just as proof. And uh, Kane or Kane Hodder uh, from Jason Goes to Hell and yes. stuff like that. He was a great guy. And uh, I had one of the masks of Kane's that he was wearing where I had to do a squib on it and he gets shot through the mask. Excellent. So I took that mask and they gave it to me and I had Kane sign the inside of it and he wrote, Tom, you're next. Kane Hodder. <laughs> That's awesome. And, uh, but, but, uh, w- we did a big explosion in the beginning of that movie. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the character, Jason is chasing after the girl in the woods and, she jumps and then they say, you know, it's a, uh, incoming and they blow Dr- Jason up and whatnot. Right. Yes. You, you know, the part I'm talking about. Oh, correct? Yes. Okay. Agent I'm Marcus. on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the right move. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, two things, the girl, the stunt woman that they used on it and stuff, uh, awesome chick, uh, Julie Michaels. Yes. She's my cousin. Oh. She happened, she's a distant cousin of mine. We didn't even know about it until years later when we worked on VIP together. And we found out uh, through her husband, Pee Wee, that uh, I'm actually uh, a cousin of hers. Uh, her mother's maiden name, I think, is Bellissimo, and we're from Sicily. So we're actually cousins. So that's one thing. The other thing is, is that the Jason that we used for the explosion, we had full-size foam Jasons dressed in the whole gear with the mask and the machete, and we blew them up, right? We did this big explosion. Well, I ended up having one of them left over, so I would put it out on my lawn every Halloween totally dressed. And finally, I put it away in storage one year, and one of the kids left the storage open, and it got robbed out of my storage. Oh, Uh, no. Jesus. Machete, the clothes, the whole thing. Oh, man. That's just one story. But, yeah, it was so many different things. I mean, when you work on these shows, there's so many things happen. It's, it's, you know, um, it's it's great because so many departments – Especially when you have a, a, a small budget, so many departments and so many people have to click together. Yes. And, uh, and we do. And uh, it was great. Awesome. You know, one thing that I wanted to add here r- real quick is that uh, you actually worked with Kane before that show. Yes. Yeah, I, I worked with him on uh, Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Leatherface, you're right. Yeah, and and I also have one of the hero Leatherface masks autographed as well. <laughs> of course, uh, you have. I, I have, so cool. And I I, I have Jason's uh, not only his mask, but I have Jason's machete at home too. Oh, but, I'm, not uh, I, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. No, that, let me tell you. I, I just throw this in. This is going off to the side and I, I have to apologize but you've got to know this this is the weirdest thing I got called to do a movie years ago that I they sent me the script and it was a favor for a producer he says we got no money blah 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 I read the script 
they get me on the script. I go and I meet the director, who's a first-time director and stuff. It's James Wan, and it's Saw. (laughs) Yeah, so so I ended up working with them, and they didn't really have enough money in the budget at the time to really pay me or whatever. So the reverse bear trap, I designed that with him and his partner, and I own it. And I have it at home. <laughs> how oh, is it? Shit. How is it possible that you can be so opposite of me? <laughs> I mean, me, me. You I, I swear to God. Anything, oh God! <laughs> I, you know what? I've always had this problem. Is as I walked away from a show, I didn't want to have, see any of that shit again, ever, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. I'm not kidding. I've had guys. I have had guys call me up and go. Uh, well, yeah, you know, it's great. You know, do you, uh, can, can I buy, like, you got any critters, you know, <laughs> and I'll go, yeah. God damn it. Here's the thing. If you had fucking asked me that question 10 minutes after the show was done, the answer would be the same as it is now. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I cannot stand seeing stuff at the end of a show. <laughs> I love but, it. I, I love it. And uh, one of the things I got, uh, Mick, off of a show that I did with you was when we did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, I believe right. it is, when the, right. earth, the earth splits open, the dog pisses. <laughs> right. <hard. laughs> and he, and the, the earth splits open, and inside there is Freddy Krueger's skeleton. Right, 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 right. right. I have it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I I always I always try to get something off every show that I'm on. I, I think something. part of I, I think part of it is for me it has always been that uh, at the end of a show, one of my nightmares at the end of the show is that I have to get rid of fucking everything. You know, yeah. and and we're talking about a different amount of stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you you deal with a. a You've always dealt with a more limited amount of the stuff than I have. <laughs> and, and, and man, I have like, like usually three warehouses worth of shit that I just, and it just becomes for me, it's just shit, yeah. you know? It, 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 it's, yeah, it, it, and, and the right, exactly. It's just a huge rental problem. <laughs> it's, and, and I've never really thought about, uh, 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 I remember by the time I moved out of L.A. Uh, after C.J. died, uh, at, yeah. by the time I moved out uh, out of L.A., even not trying to collect shit, I still had yeah. I still had many, many storage units everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. was probably spending a, literally a grand uh, a month just in 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 supporting, uh, you know, many storage units. And I can remember that. Not only did I hate the stuff the first time, but I really, really hated it when when I had to get rid of all of it and get and 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 figure out uh, a way to get rid of all this shit, you know. Um, yeah. But that that's always my point of view on it, you know. So, yeah. so I <laughs> I want to uh, I still to this day uh, remember. Uh, you doing um, the gopher, uh, the little gopher film with Tom. Uh, what, what was it? You, 
<laughs> you, the weasel. Uh, oh, why can't I think of the name of it? I'm trying to remember. The dirt weasel, the garden weasel, right? <laughs> you were shooting like a, a a commercial for the garden weasel up in um, as a working as a carpenter with me, up in um, uh, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Oh, the, yeah, no, Santa Cruz. We did quiet cool. Right, we did quiet cool. Well, no, I know we yeah. were doing quiet cool, and and you, what <laughs> one day Tom came around with his camera, and you, you were showing uh, showing him how to operate a garden weasel, which was quite hilarious. Um, wow! So I don't, I don't even remember that. See, wow. you were you you've been a friend of mine for so long, <laughs> but yeah. he started. I think. Something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and he started out, uh, Tom started out a, as a carpenter working with me. Um, and uh, I think that we worked, we started working on Tales from the Dark Side, right? That's right. That's right. Correct. And you would, you would do carpentry and effects. And, and uh -huh. we did that carpentry effects combination all the way up until, um, until Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Uh, That's when right. You were making bones, and and then yeah. we and then we had an agreement, right? <laughs> yeah, I was the, I was the bone ghoul. That's the yeah, credit the, they gave me on that movie. That's right. <laughs> he made all the bone all the bones for Freddy's Hell. That's correct. And, yeah, yeah, and, and and then about halfway through the show, uh, you got a phone call. From somebody on a, a film called uh, a sh TV show called Werewolf, right? That's right. That's right. And 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 you said, oh, there. I they, you came up to me and you said you you needed needed a, a recommend. Um, uh -huh. And 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 how and how would I be a coordinator? <laughs> and I said, well, yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I said, here's what you do. You, whenever they ask you anything. You just go, hmm, I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> and then you run yeah, to a phone and get back to me. On it. <laughs> yeah. And we would lay exactly. it out <laughs> and we would lay it out yeah. and he'd go over and, uh, and, uh, and, and the rest is history. That's right. Just one thing built on another. And I just kept on jumping. Actually, werewolf is what got me in the union. And uh, then from there, I just kept on jumping from uh, one TV show to another. And, you know, I've always I always kind of looked out. Um, I got called up one time to uh, actually K&B effects, you know, who K&B are there. Oh, yeah. Guys, uh, Greg Nicotera and stuff. Right. Well, Greg. Greg Nicotero one time uh, called me up and we had worked on a bunch of stuff. Uh, me, you and him had worked on a bunch of stuff doing right. blood we, gags and everything. Yeah. On, on the leather face and what leather face and, and on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Greg Nicotero called me up one time. He says to me, Hey man, I need you to do me a favor, buddy. And I says, what? He goes, I'm working on this show. This guy is helping me out. He's uh, helping me and my partners write this he's a screenplay guy and stuff and he's directing right now and this is like one of his first movies and you know they don't have much money 
and uh, we're doing this thing where this guy gets shot in the head and, and stuff like that. And he goes, and I really don't trust the effects guy who's doing it. So could could you come out and do it? You know, I could pay you $325 to do it and blah, blah, blah. But that's all in. And I said, uh, okay, all right, you got it. I wasn't doing anything at the time, so it worked out. So I says, when he goes, tomorrow I need you to come out to the set, blah, 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 blah. I says, okay. So I brought a bag of tricks with me and whatnot and pulled the permit and stuff. And I, I get out to the set, and they're filming at this house, and they're in the backyard of this house filming. And we're going over this thing that I have to shoot and stuff. And I said, um, uh, hey, could I meet the director? Because I, I have some questions on how big he wants me to go with this you know, bullet hit on this, this head, this fake head that, uh, Greg Nicotera and his guys had made. And he right. says, yeah, he says, come on. So he brings me in the backyard of this house and yeah, he says, yeah, they're shooting a scene right now. Just to wait until they finish doing this. And the director was directing himself in the scene to save money, I guess, or whatever. And here he is uh, shooting water out of a hose on Samuel Jackson and John Travolta. <laughs> fiction. And I blew up the head in the back seat of the car. Oh, day. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the so, only thing I did on Pulp Fiction. And evidently, he wanted a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only that, it, it gets crazier because I ended up doing everything with Quentin Tarantino until him and I got into a huge fight. Well, a small fight on uh, Kill Bill, and that was the end of my relationship with Quentin Tarantino at the time, and we hooked up since then. But um, I, after that, you know, now I had this reputation of blowing up this head and doing all this blood and everything else, so I get called up to do this other show, and it's American History X. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, I have to shoot Eddie Furlong in the bathroom, the end sequence of the movie, he gets shot and blood goes all over the walls. And we're in a Venice high school bathroom. We're, we're actually in Venice high school in the bathroom on a weekend shooting this scene with, uh, Eddie Furlong and stuff and, uh, get ready to go. How much blood do you want? And the guy says me, I seen what the English director does, uh, Tony K. He says, I seen what you did for Quentin Tarantino. I want it bigger, bigger than that. I said, uh, okay. So I, I, I did what I thought was a lot of blood and everything else. So we shoot the sequence. The blood goes all over the place. The kid gets pulled into the urinal. It's, you know, you see the gun go up. It's at 365 frames per second. It's unbelievable shot. So after we do it, you know, I go and I talk to Eddie Furlong. You're okay? Yeah, he's okay. Okay, we get him up off the ground. There's blood all over the place. Okay, I go over to Tony K. He's watching playback. He watches playback. And I says, so, Tony, what would you think? And he goes, rubbish. And oh. he's, he's, he's English. And I'm going like, does that mean like, you know, cool or something? I don't know what the fuck he means. <laughs> I says, uh, did you like it? And he goes, no, that was complete rubbish. And I'm like, what are you Whoa. talking about? He goes, I want 50 times more blood than that. <laughs> so God. they cleaned up the mess. And Mick, I used, it must have been a 
gallon of blood. God. It looked, it looked like an elephant exploded in that bathroom. The blood went all over. It was, it was fucking ridiculously over the top. And he goes, that's very good. We're going to do it again. <laughs> oh, ouch. Those, away, those yeah. are really long cleanups, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had to come back. It was like okay, it's going to take a day to clean this bathroom. Yeah, how, how do you do, how do you do that? You know, oh my god, so many. Well, one of the best lines that I ever heard for a special effects guy is, "We don't clean it up, we blow it up." Right. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I swear to God, I have used that before. As I was walking away, I did. I did this. Uh, uh, I, I dropped. I dropped a uh, a huge sign on a car, right. And then, uh -huh. <laughs> and the car was rigged, the car was rigged to flatten. We, we, we flattened uh -huh. the car. You know, we literally had, uh, had like a hydraulic ram, uh, pull down from the middle of the, to, yeah. to pull it down and the tires go off and it, it flattens out. And it literally took this Cadillac, <laughs> this, this pink Cadillac in a parking lot, the metal sign falls on it. And literally it is, it is not more than a foot high when we were done with it. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and so as we're walking away, as we, we go on to the next gag, I think it was something called chairman of the board, right? We went on to the next gag and, uh, and we wind up for the rest of the night, you know how it is. The rest of the night we were rigging steam down at that old Vernon munitions plant, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know, that huge one, right? You know, and doing steam uh -huh. in that thing, it's a nightmare because it's so huge, right? So we, we uh -huh. run pipes. For the rest of the night we're running pipes and we're just flagging. And that guy, and this PA walks up to me and, and he goes, dude, I can't believe you did that. Can't believe I did what? I can't believe that you just – you just that you made that sign fall on that car, and then you just walked away. And I go, dude, that's what we do. We make the magic, and then we walk away. <laughs> You're right. a PA. You stay and you clean it up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Not yeah. my. That's not my territory. I'm. I'm sorry. You know the the my hands are tied here. <laughs> yeah, that's the great thing about being in a union. I guess you know. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I'm sorry if I, I'm sorry if I went off the sidetrack and started talking about other shows. You have any other, that's what I really, hey, that's what you're here for. You are Absolutely. here to talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're not here to hold you back. Um, uh, I, I have to, I have to say that, uh, I've, uh, I, I've always envied you, your connection with uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, talk about being in the right place at the right time, right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's just the way that it happens in that business, you know. All, all, all of a sudden, that's you right. know, one day, one day you're just standing, and and the other thing is you can't tell you can't tell over the years all the different ways that you connect to people. Uh, I just recently, by the way, I was I was going to tell you a little story about Adam. Uh, the director of uh -huh. of the uh, Jason that you worked on, right? Uh -huh. I, <laughs> I'm talking to him uh, in an interview recently, uh, and uh, and we started ragging on him because 
because when he did that, th- that was such a cop off of um, off of uh, the hidden, the hidden, right? Oh yeah, the hidden, great movie. <laughs> and I saw, I saw, I go, he, he he goes, he's talking about his film and stuff, and I go, yeah, basically. You went to New Line and you did the hidden again. And, and he goes, oh, shit, you too, huh? And I go, holy shit, man, you were copying me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the and, hidden, man. I, I, I dug that movie. Oh, I dug working on that. Yeah. It's a great movie. That, that, was, that was one of the films that you came back <laughs> for the longest time if you came back onto a show where I was the production designer or the art dra- director, oh. you'd you'd walk up to me and go, "I'm not with you, man." <laughs> That's right. But I, the the whole thing, Mick, was I was a terrible carpenter. Terrible yes, you carpenter. were. You were a terrible carpenter. Yeah, I didn't I was have a good carpenter's assistant. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, I moved you on to other things anyway. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct, man. Gave me gave me a shot, and I took it from there. But that's what I always wanted to do anyhow. I just wanted to do special effects. Even when I first started out uh, doing rock videos in 1982, the only thing – well, I wanted to be an art director. I wanted to do special effects. That's all I ever wanted to do, and it was just so hard to get into something that you don't know anybody who's in that department, you know? Right. So, uh, I ended up working, uh, with props and with art department and construction because those, those use most of the people, obviously, you know, especially construction where special effects is always a tighter knit crew and it's harder to get in because that's right. Usually it's, uh, sons and cousins and stuff like that. And I knew nobody. Right. So, right. but, uh, which is funny now because, you know, uh, years and years of doing it now and stuff, two of my sons do it now for a living. Right. You talk, talk about nepotism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't even want them getting into business. I didn't want them doing anything to do with the movie industry. I, put them through college hoping that they would go on their merry way and do something else. And instead they came back for the easier job, you know, and the big bucks. And uh, well, my, so my, my son came back to work, to work with me uh, in, in art department on two films and halfway uh-huh. through halfway through the uh, second film, he, he walked off and he said, no, I can't do this. <laughs> this is just way wow. too hard. He said, this is just way too hard. <laughs> and, and, and yeah. he never, came, and he never came back. Wow. Well, listen, this, this, after I do, we just got picked up again. You were asking about you and you just got picked up for a third season. It was just announced. And, uh, more than likely I'm going to go back and I'm going to do you when, once I get back to Los Angeles sometime this spring. And, uh, you know, my son will be working on that and stuff. And hopefully after I finish this season of you, that's my swan song. I'm going to retire. Ah, cool. Well, well, you know what? Well-deserved, my friend. Hey, uh, 
TJ is saying that we need we need to talk about the hateful eight and then um, be on about our way. Okay. Uh, wow. Hateful eight. Try to make it a quick story. Okay. <clears throat> I was working. I was working on how to get away with murder, and I was on a, a movie lot, Sunset Gower. And uh, I'm drinking a cup of coffee and I look over and I see this yellow Mustang drive by me uh, and Quentin Tarantino's driving. And I'm like, oh, well. So I haven't talked to Quentin since he fired me. (laughs) So I see Quentin get out of the car and he's talking to somebody and he goes into an office. So I take one of my business cards and I write uh, QT. Been a long time. Miss working with you. Tommy B. And I put it in his car, you know, put it on the windshield or the door, actually. Then I went on my merry way and I worked the rest of the day. Well, when I came back, his car was gone and it was it wasn't like, you know, I looked to see if maybe he picked up the card, my card and threw it on the floor or something. But it wasn't on. (laughs) So so that was that was step one. And that was a a step in the right direction. Well, uh, nothing for two days. And like the third day, I get called up by some producer who says, uh, Tom Bellisma, I said, yeah, they, the Quentin Tarantino has a script he wants you to read. So I said, uh, okay. And I'm going, wow, maybe he forgave me about the fight that we got into about snow on Kill Bill. We got into this blowout fight and he fired me. So uh, anyway, uh, and I thought I was right and he thought he was right and long story. So anyway, I go and I get the script. I read the script. The ending of the script is missing. It's hateful eight. Okay. They call me up. Okay. Quentin wants to see you. He wants to talk to you about doing this show with him. I says, great. So I wait outside his office and finally they say, yeah, Quentin is, uh, will be with you in a minute. I said, okay. So I'm waiting and all of a sudden door opens up to his office. It's Quentin Tarantino. And he goes, hey, Tom, how you doing? Come on in. I said, okay. So I walk into his office. There goes his desk, chair in front of his desk, his chair. There's nothing on his desk at all except for a goblet of ice water. And I look around the room, a nice office, you know, big office. And he has some posters and shit like that. So I sit down. I says, uh, how you doing? Quinn goes, good. How about you? And he goes, <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> and he coughs a little bit and he grabs the glass of water and he takes a sip and he puts it down and he goes to talk to me again. And he goes, oh. <clears throat> and I'm going, wow, man, he's quirkier than ever. And he takes the goblet of water and he takes another sip and he puts it down and he looks at me and I'm just smiling, looking at him. And he goes, you know, you and that, Fucking snow, blah blah, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He brought me up here to yell at me more. He he tore into me for like two minutes, which felt like forty-five minutes. I was like looking for the exit to get out of his office, and then he said something to me that was music to my ears. He goes, "But Tom." You were right, and I was wrong. Oh, oh wow. Holy <laughs> shit. Then we started talking, and he asked me if I wanted to go to the top of this mountain and do this movie with him and everything else. But I was busy working on how to get away with murder. 
Right. And yeah. I was going home every night and sleeping with my wife. And I was <laughs> like, Clint, what, what, what do you want to go to the top of a mountain and shoot this thing? We could shoot it inside of a soundstage, blah, blah, blah. And I get into this whole argument with him about shooting it on top of this mountain and how it doesn't make sense. And he goes to me, so I guess you don't want to be cold. And I go, uh, yeah. uh, no, you know, Quinn, you're right. I don't want to be cold. And we, hands, and we parted. And that was the last time I seen Quinn Therapy. Oh, wow. That's a true, oh, that true is absolutely story. That, that is a great story. And, and, and you know what, Tom, knowing you, I'm 100% sure that you don't want to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in Florida right now. So. That's right. You know, well, my friend, Hey, listen, it's so good to hear from you. Uh, we should talk again sometime. Hey, anytime, anytime. I got a thousand friggin' stories, man. See, I told you this wouldn't be a horrible experience, right? <laughs> it was, it was not, it was not. Uh, thank you so much for uh, involving me. I appreciate it. Okay, man. Hey, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. All right. You take care. Okay. Later on, man. Peace. Bye. All right, TJ, you take care too, man. Thanks, buddy. You too. All right. Bye-bye. I look at you when my